Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. My name is Ben Wilburn. Alongside me is my faithful co-host, Jane Fawcett. Here I am. On our 136th episode of the Spout. Dang, that's a lot of episodes. I mean, I wonder how many people got tired of us from episode one to episode 136. I I wonder (laughs) how many people have listened from the beginning until now. Wow. If you've listened to every single episode. From the beginning until now, we will give you a $5 Starbucks, Jamba Juice, Yogurt Land. Something like that. We'll give you a $5 gift card. Yeah. You just got to let us know. Spoutcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Is yeah. that what we are? Spoutcast at gmail.com. Or just comment on the Facebook page or no, Instagram it's, post. We are the spout podcast at gmail.com. The spout podcast at gmail.com. So let us know if you've listened to all the episodes. We have we got some good stuff to talk about this week. We uh, this last week was full of <laughs> festivities and events and lots of stuff that was good, um, tiring, but good. And a lot of great things, stories came from them. So um, last week we had iHeart Fresno for our WSM local mission trips. So our high school and junior high students were camping out at the Clovis campus and serving the community, serving schools and churches and um, animal shelters and in different capacities and growing closer to each other and, and to God and really just getting a a passion for um, Fresno. And so that was really cool. And um, Jane, I know you had a lot on your plate with Good Friday and Seder Supper and Mm -hmm. Easter and all that, all that stuff. All that stuff. So the weekend and the week was a little bit of a whirlwind, but it was, uh, it was, it was good. A good whirlwind, right? Yeah. Um, So we got a good show. We're going to be talking about those things. We've got uh, one of Jane's favorite people on the show today. Let me talk about her. All right, go for it. (laughs) We are interviewing Brooke Watts. She is a sophomore at Buchanan, one of my WSM girls. Um, So I have had the privilege of getting to know her over the last couple years, and I love that girl. So she's going to tell us a little bit about her week at iHeart Fresno and... um, She's going to try to stump us with two truths and a lie. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if she can do it. I mean, I feel like since I know her better than you do, I'm going to win this one. Oh, great. Well, only time will tell. Only time will tell. <laughs> we also have, due to the fact that Brooke is on, yes. we are, I just had to share that. Otherwise, uh-huh. people would be like, why are you, why did you pick this music? <laughs> yep. We're going to be listening to a little The Biebs, The Bieber Fever, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Will be our music of choice for this uh this week. So if you want to get in touch with your um, inner 13 year old girl, inner 13 year old girl, um, please tune in to the music sections. Um, We'll also be discussing the sermon. We'll kind of wrap it all into Seder Supper, Good Friday and sermon discussion in in one. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll be doing that and then um, we'll go from there. What'd you do this weekend, Ben? What did I do this weekend? Um, Well, I was at Seder Supper on Thursday. So did that. Saw you there. Friday, I went to the Good Friday service. Saw you there. So I was there as well. <laughs> um, what did I do before Good Friday? Uh, I went to the gym this weekend. Good job. Um, I went and saw a movie this weekend. Nice. I went and saw RoboCop. Cool. A little subpar. Not super impressed. All Three right. three dollar theater though. So there didn't you go. didn't didn't fork out the eleven dollars at Good. the for uh, for the real show. Um, I went hiking at Shaver, which nice. is fun. Um and yeah, it was a good weekend. Good. What'd you do? Um, I 
I went and saw a movie also. Went and saw Draft Day. It was pretty good. Um, I had Seder Supper and Good Friday on Thursday and Friday. I did homework. I um, A phrase that I hope that I never have to say again in my life. I yeah. just did homework. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day where I don't have to say it either. <laughs> um, and then Sunday we had three services here. But yesterday, my Easter consisted of quite a lot of social events. Yeah. I went over to the Granadas right after church. Okay. Where we had some food. Okay. And um, then Layla sent her husband and I on a scavenger hunt for... Our Easter baskets. <laughs> That's right. I got an Easter basket. That's right. <laughs> it was awesome. And I just barely lost to getting my Easter basket first. And then we went on an Easter egg hunt. Oh, wow. Put on by her parents, which I made $6.50 from. So I wow. will take it. I think I've only done like one Easter egg hunt in my life. I don't really remember Easter egg hunts as a kid. I remember one I don't really remember a lot from my childhood in general. Yeah. I've made up a lot of things that I think I remember. From <laughs> that sounds like a cool story. That's We're going to say it's true. I found out. <laughs> I find out it's not true. So that's whatever. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things about the weekend mm-hmm. is I was adopted by a neighborhood cat. You were adopted by a neighborhood cat? Yep. Okay. I thought it was Please a girl. Do so I, okay, I'll start from the beginning since you guys all want to know. Sarah Wells was in town. And she stayed the night at my house. And when we were roommates, Sarah and I would always go check the mail to de- together. It was our thing. So anytime Sarah comes into town, we check the mail together mm-hmm. because That's it's your our thing. thing. There you go. <laughs> so we were checking the mail, and this cat walked up to the mailbox, and so I pet it. And then we started walking home, and the cat followed me home. And then the cat was in our backyard, so I went and hung out with it back there. And it comes to our house every day now. Wow. Do you feed it? No, not yet. <laughs> your great adopted parents don't well, feed your it's animals. somebody's cat because it has a collar oh but okay. um at first i thought it was a girl so i named it wendy but i think it's a boy so i named it mister mister mm-hmm. all right wendy or mister there you go um awesome that sounds like a fun weekend i like cats you like i like cats i went to uh I went to, I was at Fig in the morning on Sunday, and then I went to um, Robbie's family's <laughs> Easter. Robbie got Selig. Got what was um, it like? Was it loud? Um, he's probably, he's the loudest one, oh, okay. I think. Um, they're, I mean, they all have like personality. Like, uh, I see where he can, he gets it from. And they're, they're a lot of fun, though. Like, it was, it was a lot of fun. And we went to the park after we ate and played a little um, old school baseball game called Over the Line, which. Nice. Some people are unfamiliar with. It was really fun. It was me and Robbie and Robbie's wife and Robbie's dad and um, Robbie's cousin, maybe? Some relative of Robbie who's <laughs> 13 years old or 14 years old. Nice. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, we'll dive into it right after we get back as you guys get to listen to a little bit of the Beebs, and then we will be um, jumping in.
And we're back. We're going to be discussing the Seder Supper, the Good Friday service, and a little bit of the sermon on Easter Sunday. Um, you may have noticed there wasn't a sermon clip because we were <laughs> discussing multiple things. Sorry. Jane and I were making eye contact about telepathically communicating. Telepathically communicating. Through our eyes about the sermon clip. So, oh. Seder Supper, we'll start with that one. So that is Thursday night, um, yeah. the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Um, we had it here at the North Campus, yes. and it was quite a attraction. It, there was a, a lot of moving parts to it, uh, a lot of moving people to it. <laughs> um, and yeah, how, how involved were you in the planning of the Seder Supper? Pretty involved. Yeah. Um, it was a combination between connections and Darlene running with things. So Brad took care of, obviously, the, like, presentation side of it. Um, Darlene Hansen had a group of ladies that killed it with the food. Um, we had over 300 people attending, so they cooked dinner for everyone. And um, she also got, like, all the elements in the middle mm-hmm. for all that. So, um yeah, I thought it was cool. I Have you done a Seder before? Mm-mm. That was my first one. I did one up at Hume, and I think I, even now, like, after going through um, residency, like, I think the understanding of how Old Testament, um, like, everything in the Old Testament, seen, just seeing how that ties into, mm-hmm. like, Passion Week and and Easter and everything. And I just think that that's cool. Like how, um, like personal and like precise everything is even from Leviticus to Jesus coming and dying. So, Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was cool. Um, that Seder means order and just like Mm -hmm. the preciseness of everything that we did and the order that everything would be done in to represent, um, things and how like men had a role and women had a role mm-hmm. and kids had a role and um just the celebration of Passover being complete. So mm-hmm. um yeah, it was very it seemed very rich and it's I mean just hearing Brad share and like the deep meaning and um how methodical it was and like um that we I was serving during it, but the people that came got to participate in it and it wasn't just listening to like a sermon on a Sunday, but they were like physically, you know, consuming a meal and going through these practices that were involved in in this in this meal. And it was so cool and rich. And um, the tech crew even hooked up this like live feed on stage. So like mm-hmm. Brad had a plate on uh, on his uh, table and like they could see exactly like the things that were on his yeah, table. Shout out moment. to the Daves for setting that up. Whoop, whoop. The backbones of uh, every tech thing that <laughs> happens. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. I got so I was serving during it, and uh, at the very beginning, you we all the servers went to a table and were like, "This is the table that you're going to be at," but none of the tables are numbered. So once you walk away, you're like, "Oh, which table was I?" I remembered what my water pitcher looked like. Oh, I tried. I guess I didn't really make a good mental note because I introduced myself to like one table saying I was their server. And then as I was walking away, <laughs> I saw someone else walk to that table, another server to talk to them. And I was like, oh, That's awesome. no. That's awesome. But yeah. alas, it was all cleared up. Yeah. So that was a really cool event. Um, uh, I mean, Brad did a great job. And it's cool to see. I mean, Brad's very passionate about that mm-hmm. and has been um, to Israel many times. And like just he's very um, 
knowledgeable and yeah. well well versed in all that. So it was cool to hear his um, perspective and sharing and walking through that walking through that meal together. I think it's cool too because seder means order mm-hmm. and like how everything was done in such a way to remember things that have happened mm-hmm. to the Jewish people before. So mm-hmm. remembering their. Um, being brought out of Egypt, remembering mm-hmm. their time in the desert, remembering um, like every little piece of like every element represented something that they and their ancestors had ancestors had gone through before. So seeing that like every bit of the celebration was meant to remind them what they've been mm-hmm. saved from. And um, Brad had said at the very end that, they would always end with next year in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. just like hoping for their time back in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And um, so just a good reflection of remembering what we've been brought from, even though we aren't from, like we aren't immediately from that line. Well, like we're so far removed mm-hmm. from it, but still remembering and remembering Christ through that whole thing. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, it was it was uh it was rich. Um and then leading right into Good Friday. Mm-hmm. So um the next day celebrating um or Thursday, the Last Supper, and then Friday, um the crucifixion of of Christ and mm-hmm. um a very powerful service that was put on um here and was very intentional in its kind of darkness of atmosphere and environment and um, was intended to make us sit and kind of um, just kind of sit in the weight of Christ's death. Um, and because so often we we know we know Sunday's coming and we know Sunday came mm-hmm. and we know that Jesus rose from the dead. Like that is a fact and that is a truth. But really like putting that on the back burner and sitting in Jesus's death and how the pain and the, the torment and just the, the brutality of the death that he went through for us to, to take on the wrath of God and to take on every single one of our sins on the cross. Um, and to really sit in that and as uncomfortable, like it's meant to be, it was meant to be an uncomfortable service. And I think it was um, well done in that sense that it was, um, I mean, in many ways it was a funeral service. Like there was a hearse outside and there was a casket right at the front of the stage. And, um, I haven't been a part of a a good Friday service that was that intentional of like making it, this is, this is a death where we're mourning the loss of someone. Um, and so I thought that was very neat and very powerful. Yeah, and how about the thing that Shay read that they Oh like, yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Like he they recorded Shay reading um about the process of a crucifixion and mm-hmm. um just like as you sit there and picture it as he was reading it, it was just like Yeah. Ugh. It just like wrenches you mm-hmm. just how brutal of a death it was. And I think um what I appreciated, I think our worship guys killed it mm-hmm. as they just planned the service and and the elements of it. Like going, I I had never I I had never like yeah when I've thought about Jesus's death, like I've thought like wow like that's so crazy or like watching the Passion of the Christ like 
seeing it and like being in a spot where you see how ugly it was and like feeling thankful that he did that for me. But like I had never crossed like feelings of loved ones that I've lost to feeling that like loss and like sorrow and like just that nasty feeling Mm -hmm. to feeling that way about Jesus and Mm. like sitting there like after Shay after they like played the thing that Shay read there was the heartbeat that like went flat line Mm -hmm. and like I've been there like I I've sat by somebody like as that happened and like those feelings like came up and then thinking like gosh like that feeling that I had those years ago, like I should have that feeling for Christ and like Mm. him, his death for me. So I think there was like a reconciliation between like what I have felt for people that I have known and lived with and whatever to Jesus who I hasn't been like tangible, like others are, but still like that loss should be just as equal. Mm -hmm. So it was weird. It was like a weird feeling, but like it was a good place for me to sit for a while. Hmm. So, hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, that was actually this Friday was the first time that I had heard Jared um, Rumley spoke mm-hmm. at the service, and it was the first time since I'd moved here that he taught. Um, and so he's definitely um, experienced death as he shared on Friday and just the, um, the weight and the, the pain and the, the suffering that's involved in that, um, being someone that's very close to someone that's, um, that's passed away. And like, he started his message out with saying like, death is someone, something that all of us, like, we're not, it's inescapable. Like it is something that each person in that room, all, however many of them, like we are all going to face death one day. Um, and some of us have already faced it in the sense of having been next to someone on their deathbed. Um, but it will come to us one day too. And just, um, just the immense grace that is shown in the fact that Jesus took on all of our sin and all of our, um, wrongdoings on the cross and that we now have eternal life that when our temporal bodies, you know, rot away, that that's just it. It's just a temporal body that's rotting away and we get to have eternity with him and, um, so Jared did a, I thought a really good job of, um, communicating the weight of it. Um, and, and then we ended with, uh, communion, which I thought was really cool. Um, and he challenged everybody to, to leave in a vow of silence and to, I thought it was, it was really cool. Cause it was an like an awkward silence and an uncomfortable silence. And I think <clears throat> for the most part, everybody like took it seriously. And, um, I thought that was super cool. Even to, um, like, hanging back and watching some people who, like, stayed to sit in it a little more. Like, Mm -hmm. watching people walk up to the casket and, like, even even though, like, we know that Jesus wasn't in it. (laughs) But, like, people would stand there and, like, put their hand on it and just, like, be really contemplative and... Mm-hmm. I mean, who, I don't know what they were thinking or whatever, but it was just like a really like weirdly beautiful thing to mm-hmm. watch of like people have a moment with the Lord in that sense. And then just I felt like it was it it hit people, which yeah, was really for sure cool to watch. 
Um, I thought it was cool too, kind of on on the web side of things. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, Jeff, our amazing web guy, yeah. um, and the program team intentionally like designed the website uh, so that when you went to it throughout this process, like you saw something different. Like Friday was, um, it was very explicit in referencing his death and crucifixion, and then Saturday, like the darkness mm-hmm. um, that Jesus was dead, mm-hmm. like. He was not, yeah. <laughs> he had died, he had not risen yet, and he was dead, and it was that waiting period. And then Sunday, um, the joy and celebration that he had, ri- that he had risen from the dead. Yeah. Um, so shout out to, the, to Jeff and all those yeah. people who were involved in the, the web. I think that that's something that's, um, I mean, the churches I've gone to before, like, wouldn't have even thought of that. Like, who's going to change the web page? But yeah. it's something that's so frequently visited um, that it is a great tool to communicate something. Like, it's not just a uh, a um, uh, avenue for information, but it is also a tool to communicate what's what's going on. And like, even um, explicitly, like throughout those three days, like communicating the gospel. Like, this was the death. This was the waiting period. And here's the celebration that Jesus has risen from the grave. Um, and so I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I talked to a lady on, I don't know. I don't know what day I talked to her, but it was here at the North campus. And she was asking about, um, like who does the creative elements if it's like somebody in house or out, out of house and like her hearing her like say that she, that is Like, she can get information, but when it's connected through something creative is when it's, like, cemented for her. Hmm. So it was really cool to hear that. And, like, um, like some people, those things don't matter. But to other people, like, that is how they learn. And it's just cool. Our creative team kills it. Yeah. They're awesome. So. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday came. And then Sunday came. Yes. So we had a really cool service Sunday. I don't know about um, Fig, but the worship here at North was off the heasy for cheesy. <laughs> like the it was amazing. <laughs> they were they were awesome. Um, so Dom and his team led, and um, just really great song choices to celebrate that Christ mm-hmm. overcame death. So mm-hmm. um, I think like. So much of Christ's death is talked about, and like I know we've even talked about it with when we talk about baptism, but like that that is what makes our God different from others is like he overtook he over came death, and like you can't say that about anybody else, so <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a really cool time of celebration that Jesus is alive, and um. We had a grip load of people here at North. <laughs> grip load. So many, we almost didn't have enough seats for them. But it was, um, yeah, a great Sunday. Huh. Yeah, we had, I was at the 930 at the FIG, and um, they canceled Southeast, and Southeast was encouraged to join FIG. So it was cool to see some of those um, faces from Southeast joining. And it was, I mean, the 930 was packed, and um, Carl and his team did a phenomenal job, like, leading worship, too. Um, it, it's just a great celebration, like especially having sit 
sat in the death of Christ mm-hmm. like two days prior, like even makes the celebration more profound. Like yeah. the fact that you sat in the death of Christ mm-hmm. makes the fact that the tomb was removed or the, the tomb was empty. The stone was rolled away. The tomb was yeah. empty. Um, and that was, I mean, Brad's whole message on Sunday, the Easter is the tomb is empty. Like mm-hmm. that is the purpose and the, yeah. the reason behind Easter and that he did not stay in the grave and um, he is risen and he's risen indeed. And the, um, our savior conquered death, died, was buried, rose again from the dead and is now sitting at the right hand of God. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It really is crazy, but yeah, a cool celebration yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yep. We will be back in a moment with Jane's good friend, good friend, Brooke Watts. Uh, we'll discuss I Heart Fresno. Um, here are a couple, two truths and a lie. And by a couple, I mean one set of two truths and a lie. And uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, and we'll chat it up with Brooke to hear what's going on in her life. So listen to a little bit more of the Beebs, and we will be back. I'd like to be everything you want. Hey, girl, let me talk to you. If I was your boyfriend, never let you go. One of my very favorite people in this whole entire world. Sorry, Ben. Brooke Watts, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm going. It's going good. Yeah, <laughs> it's going good. Brooke is a sophomore at Buchanan High School. Mm-hmm. She is in my life group and one of the many girls that I get to hang out with and love. Lucky so, for me, Brooke. I am so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. So we brought Brooke on because we just got done with I Heart Fresno last week. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to hear a little bit about your experience there. Have you been to I Heart Fresno before? I've gone on I Heart Fresno for four years now. Okay. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ben, tell Veteran. everybody a little bit about I Heart Fresno before we get into this. Yeah, so I Heart Fresno is a local missions trip where we have a bunch of junior high and high school students stay at the Clovis campus overnight, Sunday through Thursday morning. And there's, I don't know if it's been the same in the past, but this year there's three different schools that um, we served at, almost Webster and Adams. Um, so they were at, there are three different groups at those schools in the morning. And so they were doing um, activities with kids and stuff like that. And then in the afternoon, they went to a more of a service project kind of thing. And so there was a group that was um, covering up graffiti. There was a group at a church painting walls, I mm-hmm. think. And then there was a, a group that went to the animal rescue um, Arf. foundation. Arf. Is that what it is? Arf. Arf. I knew it was an F. So yeah. it was a foundation makes Arf. Arf. <laughs> so those are the things that, uh, um, they were doing. And so they, they rotated each afternoon, which project they went to. So they all got to do all three of those. Cool. They're at the same elementary school every mm-hmm. morning, but yeah. Cool. Yep. So Brooke, what was your favorite surf project that you did? Um, you know, I think 
doing the graffiti cleanup was probably the most fun for me. I don't yeah. know why. It was like, okay, I liked painting because we painted it like inside a church and that was fun, but graffiti inside a church. No, 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 no. Like we, <laughs> the second day, <laughs> the second day we went and painted inside of a church. Oh, got but it. But the first day we did graffiti cleanup. They got to get ready for next year's project. Yeah. So yeah graffiti. <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're actually, we yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so I think just cleaning up the graffiti was fun. Yeah. And you guys made a lot of friends with all the little kids at the school, too. Yeah. They were so cute. Uh, Kevin is one of them, right? Kevin. All right. The one with the good smile. Uh-huh. <laughs> the one with the good smile. <laughs> awesome. I heard that the graffiti covering up, I think it was that one, was a little a little toaster strudel, a little um, hot outside. Yeah, I got sunburnt. I, yeah. yeah, I definitely got sunburnt. That was not fun. <laughs> but, I mean, sweat together, you bond together. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Sweat together, paint you together, You get whole bond. bags of M&Ms together. <laughs> yeah, not Jeez, yeah. I didn't finish mine yet. We have lots of leftovers. Oh, There's you? two bags yeah. in the fridge. You should give them out. Cameron's brother oh, got mm. one too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Part of the reason he, why he got sick. Yeah. <laughs> lots of sugar. <laughs> too much sugar. Yeah. So, um, your group, Buchanan students, um, during the free time at the end, you guys did something a little bit different where everybody had free time to play games or whatever they did, but your group, um, did something a little more unique. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Okay. Well, it started off, um, just me, Kenzie and my friend, Ben, we were, I guess I really didn't tell him my story and I kind of feel like I should have. So we, I started telling my story to him, like my whole story, my life story. And then more and more people started coming. Mm -hmm. And then we made it this thing where we just sat in a circle and like, we'd ask each other questions and they got really deep questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was all good, like really good talks because we got to know each other better, better because we've been like really close friends. We just haven't known everything about each other. So it was really cool and neat to learn everyone's story. Yeah. I got to sit in for about an hour on mm-hmm. one of the nights, and it was cool to see you guys, like, and some of the guys, too. Yeah. I feel like I was super impressed by some of the guys that, because mm. I don't spend a ton of time with them since I'm obviously with the girls, but, like, hearing some of their stories and, like, yeah, they just got so um, real and emotional, which yeah. I'm not used to seeing. I'll... I'll these like big high school yeah. boys, emotional, like big football it was, dudes. Uh-huh. They're huge. <laughs> they, they are big. <laughs> I'm like five three, and they're like six, six seven. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not that big. So, um, I just thought that was cool, like seeing you guys bond in that way. And mm-hmm. since then, you've like even hung out like even more than you did before. Yeah, it's great. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So, Brooke, mm-hmm. you're a big time volleyball player. Big, Big time, time track star. Big time. Yeah, you are. You are. Mm. You took a little break recently. Recently, yes. Yeah. How yeah. come? Well, mm, mm. last, what was it? August? Last August, mm-hmm. I tore my ACL. Yeah. Playing oh. volleyball and my meniscus. Yeah. And the doctor told me that he doesn't want me playing sports anymore, Mm -hmm. which is really rough because that's, like, my whole life, or it was. Mm -hmm. And so taking, like, two seasons off for volleyball is rough, and then not doing track was really hard, too, because of all the people that I loved there. Mm -hmm. But God is definitely teaching me patience through it. Yeah. So, But I'm at the end of my recovery, and hopefully my doctor will clear me to play. Yeah. Yeah, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Nice. Oh, is that the is that the final check? I don't know. Tomorrow? We'll see. Hopefully, oh, wow. we'll see. Mm-hmm. 
It's been cool seeing your perspective through it because, yeah. I mean, ups and downs for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you pre- you stay pretty level-headed with yeah where you're at and mm-hmm. working to get better and yeah. getting to a point where you'd be okay if you didn't go back to <laughs> to sports. Closer. You're yeah, closer. Yeah, no, I was closer than before. But yeah. Yeah. I When I was growing up, I, had, well, I still have really bad vision, but mm-hmm. I went to the eye doctor when I was like 12 or 13 and when I was younger baseball was like my life and I thought I was literally thought I was going to be in the major leagues um and my eye doctor said that like I shouldn't play baseball because I have really bad uh depth perception yeah and I was a little upset with him um yeah you can't tell me that (laughs) you can't tell me what sport I should play yeah so did you keep playing so I kept playing okay I I played through high school and then quit after that did your eyes make a difference I, I think I don't know. I I mean, I think if I had better eyesight, it would have been better. But yeah. it's just what I've known, so I can't, like, compare it to, like, perfect yeah. vision. So it's just the way my eyes are. Mm-hmm. I have a really bad lazy eye, and um, I have really strong contacts. If you've seen <laughs> me with my glasses, you can tell. Very Coke bottle. Oh, gosh. Have, they're very prescribed. Very prescribed. <laughs> That's funny. We still love you, Ben. <laughs> so this summer, mm-hmm. you are – with some of the people from other kids from Buchanan, you guys are going on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Well. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> other than where you're going? Yeah, we're going to New York. And cool. we're doing <laughs> some of the stuff that we did like on I Heart Fresno. So we're doing like um, little projects here and there throughout the city because we're going to like not the best part of New York. So yeah, just like helping out through mm-hmm. the city. Do you think that your time at I Heart Fresno prepared you for what to expect a little bit more with Definitely. New York? And I think because Fresno is so like diverse, you really don't have to go that far. Yeah. Like go to New York. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely helped me see all the different types of people there yeah. are. So totally. Hopefully that'll help. Cool. Having the unique perspective of doing I Heart Fresno for four years, what has it been that's like made you want to do it again and again? I think the people that you come in contact with at the schools, mm-hmm. like all the kids are just so genuine and they just love on you and it's so easy to make their day and it's just like you don't even have to do anything but play soccer with them and they'll be your best friend. <laughs> so it's really cool just to see how the kids just like attach to you hmm. really quickly. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bummed I'm not, I won't be going on the Mission New York trip. Yeah, it I'm really like mad a, that you're not, but it's whatever. Really, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> I'm not going either, did y- I tell you? What? I'm really sorry. Oh, Jane. I'm really sorry. You, we'll talk about it. You oh can't gosh, fight her I'm on the air. Sorry. We'll talk I'm about cry. it. Later. Are you going to go to Hume SD? I don't know. Don't know yet? You should go to Hume. I don't know. I have a lot of stuff. But, but Jane can't go to Hume either. So <laughs> you're just, just double whammy. Yeah, no. Oh, failure as a leader. Failure. Yeah, really. <laughs> I still love you deep down in my soul. Deep down. Deep, deep down. Okay. Deep, deep down. All right, Brooke, we have a tradition we like to do on the Spoutcast. Okay. You've been informed of this. Yes, I, I have. hope you I'm are. I'm feeling pretty confident. You're feeling pretty confident? Mm-hmm. If If I do better than you on this, shame on you. Shame. Jane has a. Yeah. Jane has to do better on this than I do. Yeah, I, I feel so, like we played this game before. I think I will. So this is two truths and a lie. Brooke's gonna lay it on us, and then <clears throat> Jane and I will decipher which one's truthful and which ones which one is a lie. Okay. So. Remember, delivery is everything. Brooke. I know, and that's why I'm freaking <laughs> out right now. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> and I already ruined my first one, so that's okay. Yeah, um. we were mic checking Brooke before, and she said, 
Um, I had breakfast this morning, waffles, and we had bacon, which was awesome because bacon's my favorite food. Oh, man, that was <laughs> one of mine. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Got to think on your toes now. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, I have three Achilles tendons. I've never broken a bone, and my shoe size is a size nine. Three Achilles tendons, never broken a bone, shoe size nine. Okay, well, she shared that she tore her ACL and meniscus, so that's not a broken bone. Three Achilles tendons, not sure how that one works. And size nine shoe. Whoa, don't look at the feet. <laughs> Just kidding, go for it. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the three Achilles tendon is a lie. I'm going with the size nine because I think you wear an eight. Wow. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, is I she have... wrong too though? No, you were oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I wear like a size seven, Jane. Okay. I, big, I remember thinking one time you said your shoe size and because you're taller. Yeah, that's why. I thought, wow, she has a smaller foot for being so tall. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear, Jane? I wear an eight. Oh. We have the same size. We can share shoes. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear, Ben? <laughs> 11. Hey, rainbows. Cool. Yeah. And guys. <laughs> cool. <laughs> guys sizes. Um, so tell us about your three Achilles tendons. How well, that's you? because I did tear my ACL and they oh. had to replace it with an Achilles tendon. Oh, wow. That is a great one. I know, right? I'm like super impressed. Thanks. Just thought of it. <laughs> just thought you of did. It. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the bacon replacement. That was the bacon replacer. Wow. Wow. Is it a human Achilles tendon or it an is. animal it's, Achilles well, tendon? Um, they're deceased, but yes. <laughs> I don't like to think about it too much. I don't like to okay. think about it. Too no, much. we can. Do I won't think about it either. Then that's weird. <laughs> You know, you never know who it hey, was. Hey, it has you mobile again. Athlete, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big absolutely. strong athlete. Big strong <laughs> <Yes>. athlete. <laughs> I bet that person squatted like a lot. Yeah. A lot. Most likely. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, Brooke, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to while you're on the air? Oh, this shoot. is like your chance. Oh, my gosh. If there was anybody in the world you were like, shout um, out to this person. Um, are you going to give a shout out? <laughs> You can't give a shout out to Jane. Okay. Well, no, she wasn't laughing at that. Oh. Um, okay. It's like uh, my my two really cool friends, Cameron and Kenzie. Yeah. There yeah. it is. There it is. What's up, girls? You're pretty Double cool. K. It's your mom. It's your mom. She says hi. <laughs> I say hello. Mom. Mom. Well, Brooke, it's a privilege having you on the show. Thanks for and having me. And getting to hang out with you in iHeart Fresno. Thanks. And I bet you'll have a blast at Mission New York. Oh, I will. And when you decide to sign up for HumSD. Okay. All right. No pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for stopping by. We're going to listen to a little bit more. The Biebs. Yes. Which was chosen because Brooke is a big Bieber. You know. She's got Bieber fever. Yeah. Had. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, she's moved on a little moved bit. On. But that's okay. One Direction now. <laughs> she's on she's on One Direction. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out through the beebs. I know, I know. Sometimes it's hard to go be a 13-year-old girl, but you did it, and you made it through the end of the show. (laughs) 
So I'm in here with a sweating Ben. So we are going to wrap this thing up. <laughs> um, Got a little warm in the studio today. <laughs> Take a little <laughs> Ben's forehead's a little shiny. It's a little glistening. It's a little shiny. Kind of <laughs> looks we're like cranking the AC. Colon. We're cranking the AC now, and it's slowly turning into a refrigerator. Yeah. So. So we will be back um, in the Ephesians series, Love First Love, this Wednesday and Sunday. So get back. Join us back in the Ephesians series. Mm-hmm. What are we, four? Mid- four midway through mid four? to end of four. I know we've done one in four already okay mid to end of four so we'll be back in ephesians four this weekend um and tomorrow tomorrow is christian warren's 27th birthday tomorrow's christian warren's 27th birthday we tried calling him but he didn't answer so um there's a group of us who are gonna go um hang out with him but on this Friday to celebrate. It'll Are you be trying to a call him couple right now? I'm trying to call him while I'm talking. Jay's trying to call him It'll right be a couple now while days she's after, talking. But we're excited to hang out with Christian. We miss that guy. He's a so good he's a good guy. He'll be twenty six. Seven. Seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yep. Also, if you're interested in watching some epic dodgeball, Fresno Christian Gym, Monday nights. Yep. We're there. By we I mean me. Jane or might, if might you're come. Not tonight. Voicemail I have again. class. Jane has class. Sad day. Um, or if you want to watch Ben play softball, Ben and Robbie play softball. That's Friday nights. Friday nights at Bethany At Church, Bethany Church. Which is like Maple and Shepherd, I think. Cool. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Happy birthday, Christian Warren. Warren. Christian Warren. Warren. <laughs> this is the spout. And we're out. We could be homeless. We could be broke. As long as you love me, I'll be a platinum, I'll be a silver, I'll be a gold. As long as you love me. On a singer, so don't stress and don't cry. But we don't need no one to fly. Just say. All right, so we are going to give this phone call to Christian one more try, and we are just going to hope that he picks up so that we can wish him a Spoutcast happy birthday. It's ringing. It's ringing. Yeah. Hello, it's Christian. Christian. He picked up. Christian, it's Jane (laughs) and Ben. You're on the Spoutcast. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> we wanted to call and wish you a spout cast happy birthday big two seven wow. how's it going it's going all right it's going all right you're in the room with the ben wolburn <laughs> i am in the room with, with the, the ben, ben wolburn Wol- you know what no ben is in the room with the jane, jane fawcett dude i saw your uh tell tell us like 10 second version of your foul ball catching experience 
Christian caught a foul well, ball and posted on Instagram. First of, first of all, thank you for calling me for my birthday. That means a lot. <laughs> um, my, uh, this past weekend, I caught a line drive, crazy fast foul ball at the men's game. And I realized that if I didn't catch that foul ball, I would have a huge dip in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. when you weighed the pros and cons of catching it, you said, oh, I'll catch it. <laughs> That's right, exactly, exactly. That's awesome. But I also felt very confident in my catching skills. Good job. Right you, you just like earned extra man points right there. Yeah. yeah. Somebody also said they saw me on TV, so that would mean like I'm super famous. I don't know. I, super I don't know. famous. Wow. Hey, Christian, do you want to say anything to our, your Spoutcast friends? I mean like I your miss, Spoutcast listeners. I miss my Spoutcast uh, family, my Spoutcast listeners. And is this the outro segment, or what segment is this? It's after the outro. Oh, so you guys already did this the spout, and we're out? Yeah, but you can do it. Dude, can I, wait, can I do it? And, like, as a as a passing of the torch, then say, and we're out? Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> wait, who says it nowadays? Because you guys have gone back and forth. I say this is the spout, and she says we're out. Okay. Because one, one episode you guys were determining whether who was going to say it. <laughs> so you're listening every week, huh, Christian? I'm listening, not every week. Do you guys hate me? <laughs> no, we don't hate you. Okay, are you ready? And then we're going to hang up the phone? Wait. What? <laughs> I miss you guys. We miss you a lot. Tell everybody um, that I say hello, and this is about... And we're out. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was caught off guard there for a second. <laughs> All right, Christian. Happy birthday. We miss you. Dave Johnson was waving to you as well. Dave, Dave Johnson, Johnson says, says hi. Happy birthday. See you later, Dave Johnson. He says see you later. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Christian. See you, dude.